It's your girl, Autumn, and I welcome you back to the Lit Life Podcast, where I encourage you to live your life autonomously. So first, let me just say real quick, I'm, re- I'm recording this. Wait, it's season three. I'm going to start there. <laughs> um, if you're watching this, because I should, there should be video at this point. Um, because I've been messing around, like I've had this camera for what, like three weeks now and I still don't know how to use it. So if you're watching it and it's like going in and out of that autofocus, it's because I think I turned it off at one point in time and it wasn't doing what I needed it to do. So now it's back on and it's just doing whatever. But anyways, welcome back. If this is your first time, welcome. Y'all just gonna have to get this video the way that it is because I'm tired. I'm sick and tired of everything that I've been dealing with. As you can see, I have a special guest in the studio. Well, not really in the studio, but in her studio in Texas. (laughs) So let's welcome uh, my homegirl, Jay Boog, for show from the Jay's Creek Quick 3 podcast. Yay! What's I think up? I got, wait. Do I have an applause button on here? I think I do. Let me see. Some Uh-oh. people have. Oh, that ain't it. There we go. Hey. <laughs> okay, that's Thank enough. You. Thank you. All right, you welcome, girl. So, what's what's going on? What is going? You just had a birthday that passed. First of all, so happy mm-hmm. birthday! Thank you. How you yes. feeling about that? Um. I'm feeling all right. I'm blessed to just be here, but you know, COVID won't let us be great. So neither one of us got to do what we were planning to do on our birthdays. So, you know, I'm just taking it as it is. And, you know, I had two of my best friends come over and cook for me and made me drinks all night. And we were social. It was funny because we were social distancing while Mm -hmm. still doing this at my house. It was funny, but yeah, so that was pretty cool to do that. Normally, we'll be out doing the same thing, just spending money. So, I, honestly, <laughs> it was cool because my friend Miguel can cook. He used to have a food truck, so I love his food. So, he was just chefing it up in the kitchen and then making us drinks. And me and my best friend Jeremy were just watching. I don't even know. what. I Honestly, I don't really, really remember, but it was fun. I remember a little <laughs> bit, but I'm going to keep what I remember, remember to myself. <laughs> Keep that. Yes. Please do that. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) uh, just a little bit of background before I I didn't cut you off already, but just a little bit of background. Like uh, Jay and I met on Twitter, which is clearly where I meet everybody these days. Like Mm -hmm. 
I guess that's just the meeting place. But I think it was through like a, what was it like? Some sort of follow train thread, you know, black podcasters thread or something. Yeah. So, um, if you know anything about me and Twitter, I'm always tagging folks to like those threads. I know they'd be like, God, please don't (laughs) tag me to nothing else, but you know, it's just for the exposure or whatever. And, um, but that's how we we ended up linking. And from that particular, like, follow tree, it's like we follow, ended up following. I, I know I did. I follow so many people off of that tree. And I have made um, some really, you know, cool, what you want to call them? Twitter ships? I don't know. Something. Yeah. Podcast connections. Yeah. Um, um, off of that thread. So, um, Jay and I have been getting to know each other over the past few weeks or whatever. So we just been like kicking it and hanging out. I'm like, I was on her show. I was like, I got to get her on my show. You know, when I, you know, everything ramp ramps back up. So thanks for being here. So, um, what else has been up though? So COVID got us in the house still. Mm-hmm. So you're in Texas, right? So tell us a little bit about what's going on in Texas with the Roma. So, you know, this might kind of overlap into what I want to talk about for my award, but um, Texas is going crazy because we have a governor who I guess is scared of the people that want to get their mullets cut and stuff like that. So he opened up. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the um, state too early, in my opinion. They got and, mullets, don't wait. I mean, that's what they, they were, got. They were, try, they were trying to get in there. It's hill, I didn't the see people that looked like me. Okay. I'm just saying. All right. The hillbillies, okay. Live. But um, yeah, so he, I guess he felt pressure and just decided to stop listening to the scientists and doctors and he opened up too quickly. And now COVID is like the highest it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And it is, it's a mess. And just today, I mean, we've been having protests, not we, because I haven't been involved in that. They've been having protests because they don't want to wear a mask. They've been having protests because they want to open stuff back up after we just hit like a record before today, which I'll get into later. But before today, we had a record of hitting over 5,000 for like a week straight. But people are complaining because now he's decided to like cut back a little bit. And I think close, I don't know if he closed all the bars. To be honest, I don't even watch him anymore. I don't like stay in my house. I work and then that's it. Luckily, I'm on vacation this week. But um, it's just, it's crazy. I see. So, I mean, you know, same here. Same here. I um y'all was laughing at me last night when I said I had a spreadsheet, but <laughs> I started this. I I decided to start tweeting out um stats every day because honestly I don't see them no more. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe from one news outlet I see them, uh, and that's maybe once a day if I'm you know if I'm on Twitter at that time. But aside from that, I don't see the stats anymore so but what I do see is a lot of people doing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying so I'm like let maybe if pe- more people are aw- I don't even want to say more people are aware because how do you not fucking know at this point but um st- even still it's just like maybe 
maybe if they see it from me or maybe if they see it from somebody familiar or something like that, that they'll understand how serious this is. Right. So I've been tweeting it out and we're at, let's see the past seven days. I think today when I tweeted it out over the past seven days, we had like 13,000 cases. So I'm still afraid. Mm-hmm. Like, I would really like to go home and hug my son and my mom and my sister. But I just, I, I'm so afraid. Like, I'm so afraid to travel. And I, I don't want to be afraid, but. Right. Because that's not in my nature at all to just be out here scared to do something. But, like, mm-hmm. it's whack. So, that's yeah. very whack. That is very it's whack. Crazy out there with all this stuff. So, um. I know you were you mentioned a little bit about the protests or whatever, but not well, they protest. But right. as far as our protests in Texas, mm-hmm. are you still mm-hmm. hearing that that you guys are still out there protesting, like literally on the you know in the streets protesting? Or I think the media is not covering covering it as much, um, which I feel like is like with everything else, like they hop on the next train or whatever is the hot topic. Um, but I guess locally there are still some small protests happening and then they'll show like different, um, like little rural cities that are Mm -hmm. actually having black lives matter protests, which there's no black people that live there, which is pretty cool to see. You know, in my little city, which I I didn't look up what the black population is, it's not huge, but they had like this big Juneteenth, um, celebration here, which was shocking to me. Um, but there's different things that's going on that there's, it's just not as huge of a, mo- a movement, but mm-hmm. I also think because there's other protesters out there with like the mask and the uh, open the bars and open these things that is kind of overpowering like the message of the people that's still out there. Cause there are still people out there yeah. still protesting to this day. So um, they're all in front of the police stations and that's mainly where they've been downtown right in front of the main the, to police department. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. They're still out there, but it's just not as prominent, I guess. Yeah. So same here in Georgia. Um, I think I find it funny that I think I just saw today or yesterday that they are. It's like they're using every single resource that they have to catch the person that burned down the damn Wendy's. Mm-hmm. What, why am Stupid. I? Why am I seeing this? more than anything else that you're looking for the suspects that burn that stupid ass Wendy's down. <laughs> like right. I, I, it's just, it's not, I'm not understanding. Like it doesn't make sense to me. Why is right. this the main news when there, we, there's still people we're still dying. Mm-hmm. We still can't breathe. I mean, it's still right. so much shit going on and all y'all want to talk about, is the fact that Wendy's burned down when, in fact, Wendy's don't even have good pickles on their burgers no more. So I <laughs> I cannot really care. Now, now will I get me a Frosty? Yes, but I'm not, I don't care. I don't care about, I've said, I know I've said it like 80,000 times. I don't care. They could burn all this shit down. I right. don't care. So. The, the, the one thing I think is, I mean, I don't know if it's like a cover up, which it probably is, but there's a, a county on the other side of Austin, Williamson, Williamson County, I think 
is what it's called. We call it Wilco. But we know most of the people around this area in Texas know that Wilco is is super racist and their cops are like out of control. Well, there was a story a while back of, um, I can't get the guy's name. I could probably look it up in a second, but he, you know, the show Live PD? Yeah, yeah. So they're filming with Wilco, police department. Mm -hmm. Well, Wilco killed somebody. They tased the man too many times and used all this, you know, extra force and he ended up dying. They have this on film. So the, um, the court and somebody else, DA or whoever it is, have been fighting each other with, with the Wilco Police Department and Live PD to get them to release this video, which they haven't yet. So that was a story probably a couple of weeks ago that sparked some, some protests on that side because why, I mean, this happened, I think, earlier this year mm-hmm. when they died. So, I mean... It's always something going on. And the fact that they have this video where they know what happened, camera crews were there when it happened, and somebody don't want to release the video. So it's just like the police department is saying, well, they never asked us for it, which is stupid. And then the whoever is in charge of it is saying, well, I here's the letter where I asked for it a long time ago. So they're just going back and forth. Meanwhile, the family's like, well, can we get some answers? Because if y'all have what happened and obviously nothing has happened to any of these officers, then we need answers. So, I mean, it's been little buzz buzzing about that, but I don't feel like it's getting the um, attention that it needs because of everything else that's going on. So, right. Uh, just like with anything else, it's, it's real stupid. And, um, did you, have you guys voted yet in your state? Like has your state done there's a runoff. There's voting this week. Well, early voting is this week. The voting day is the 14th, I think. Okay. So what is that next? Maybe next? No, no. Uh, not next Tuesday. Next. Yeah. Mm. So they're doing early voting now. So I'm going to go tomorrow. I meant to go today, but I couldn't get up to do go you, anywhere. <laughs> do you think that there's going to be problems? Because I know you, you've heard about the problems that's been going on. Like Georgia, the lines were so mm-hmm. long. I was able to walk in and out, but mm-hmm. it, it's probably just because of the area I live in. Right. Um, I don't, I've heard about that. I don't, mm, I think there's ver- voter suppression everywhere. I just don't know where I live. Austin, like the Metro cities are all blue, blue cities mm, and okay. they're pretty liberal. So we don't, I don't necessarily hear about those things. Now, if you go to like some of the smaller towns in Texas, I don't know if they will have those same issues because, you know, the rest of that is red and you know how they have like, what do they call it? Is it red line? Whatever, how they redistrict everything and Mm -hmm. they're shutting some poles down and things like that. So I don't know about that if this happened. I haven't really heard too much about Texas having, having those issues, but I wouldn't be surprised. Okay. We'll see yeah. what happens. Hopefully everybody can go um an early vote. I know we have um we're able to mail our our um ballots in. Mm-hmm. Um I saw that on the website today when I was checking just to see what if what they had, you know, if they had any restrictions for COVID or whatever. So they we're able to mail our stuff in if we have to, if we don't want to go out because of COVID. So hopefully people are taking advantage of that and getting their stuff in and we make it difficult for them to make it difficult for us to go vote. Yeah. I, I, um, I think we were able to, we were able to mail in too, but I just didn't, 
I, I was just yeah. like, I'm gonna just go on up here. If I have to stand in a line, then no, I'm you know, I'm take I'll take my work phone and like the polling place I go to is literally like less than a mile from here. So, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, I you know, I just going on there and if I gotta be sending y'all just gonna get these tweets. Like I'm just gonna be <laughs> out here. <laughs> just gonna be out here. So um yeah. but anyway, so uh let's go ahead and go into the shut the fuck up award. I need to find the whole song. Somebody need to tell me what the whole song is. And I need to literally sit and listen to the whole song. But anyways, guess the guest goes first. Okay. So I got a couple, maybe a few, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I kind of already talked about it. So my shut the fuck up award goes to um, Greg Abbott who is my governor or the governor of Texas. I keep trying to vote him out, but it doesn't work. But um, he, I don't, what I, I can't put into words how frustrating he is because when COVID first hit, he was doing all this talk about, you know, Texas is ready. We have all this money. We're going to fight this and it's not going to, you know, if it does come here, it's not going to be a big deal. And, we have so many hospitals and hospital beds and resources and I'm doing this and I'm shutting this down and all this stuff. So he was pretty quick to start shutting things down, which I was like, oh, okay, he has some sense. That's, you know, this is cool. Right. Well, that lasted for, I don't know, a few weeks. And then, like I said, the protest, I don't know, I don't know who it was. It probably, cause he's so up 45's ass all the time. He probably didn't want to be on his bad side. So he decided to, start these phases of opening up our um, state. And, you know, we talked about this on my show. So I know it was around like May, mm-hmm. everything that we said was going to happen, happened. So mm-hmm. people need to go back and listen to that. But um, he started this phase. Okay. We're going to do 75%. We're going to open 75. Well, restaurants, 75% capacity and all the retail stores could be open. Um, but they had to be to go, which to go meant curbside. So that's already pissing me off. Cause why don't you just say curbside service instead of to go, to go right? Nobody, no stores do to go. Right. That's not what kind of language is that anyway. So <laughs> it just irritating to me. So he did that and he said, okay, what we're going to do is I'm going to stay with these doctors. I'm going to, you know, stay with the scientists and I'm not going to make any moves unless, you know, they tell me it's okay. So I'm like, cool. All right we're doing this, you know, so this is cool. I tried the curbside service. Everything was good. Okay. Maybe we can do this. He waited. It wasn't even a, like it was a full week. And then he's like, okay, well, we're going to phase two. We're going to open up 50% and all the stores can be open. The malls can be open. The parks can be open and all this other stuff. And I'm just like, are you not going to wait and see what the results are? Because we already know it takes maybe two weeks at, at, you know, within that time to see, any anybody have symptoms or get sick from this so why are why is it just a week and you know obviously you're not going to see a bunch of spikes during that time um and then you go to 50 percent right and so he does that goes to 50 percent. it's almost like he playing everybody like they stupid like we don't know math but all right but i'm saying if i know this i'm not the governor how come you don't know this right like, you watch the same thing that i watch right regardless anyway so he just continues to do this opens it up i think he gets to 75 percent so just like I said, 
it went from, I think our highest, I think I was telling you our highest at that time was 1200 cases in a week period to, or in a day, a day, okay. a day, like the highest peak. Cause he got on TV and said, we've already reached our peak. Cause that, I think we were down to like 400 or something. Mm-hmm. And, and Texas is pretty big. I think I said it's 28 million or something in Texas. So when you look at the big, bigger picture, maybe that, you know, 400 is, is good if it's trending down, but you have to give it time to like level out before you start making these moves. So here we go. It goes to 400, goes back up to 1200. Then we hit 1400 in a day. So now we beat our biggest peak. He's still just, on, he's in a wheelchair. So I didn't, I don't want to say anything <laughs> negative. So let me just not. I didn't mean to laugh, but he gets on. <laughs> he gets on TV, and he's just like, you know, we can do this still. Like we, you know, Texas has got this. Even if everyone gets sick, we have enough hospitals. So boom, five thousand a day, seven days wow. in a row, five thousand. Do you know where we were yesterday? No, six thousand two hundred and something. So oh we just God. beat our whole record. Of that now our our hospitals are running out of beds just like before we knew it yeah, would. yeah um houston has a huge medical community it's like is world renowned like a lot of people come there for cancer treatments mm-hmm. they have like a huge texas or kids or children's hospital there so the kid the children's hospital now has to start taking other patients because all the other hospitals are full of COVID patients. So it's stuff like that that's going on. And now he has the nerve to get on TV and say, it's the young people. Oh, it's oh because, you know, when we opened the bars, people didn't take it serious. Duh. Like, what do you mean people didn't what, take it serious? What did you, you open them for? Right. What do you think people are going to do? They were already complaining because they couldn't get their damn beehive sprayed with Aquanet <laughs> or whatever. So, I mean, what, what did you think they were going to do? They want to have their beers and do whatever. You open these bars and then look where we are now. He's blaming the young people. So him, that's one. His, his little buddy, our Lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick can shut the hell up because he's just stupid as hell. He just doesn't need to talk. He's on Fox news every other day. He's the one that said like, let all the old people or senior citizens sacrifice themselves to uh, oh, yeah. get the so we can open the economy. Now he's doing the same thing saying, well, um, we don't need to listen to Dr. Um, Fauci, who's the, who's, he doesn't work for the White House, but he's like on that task yeah, force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's we like the head of it or something. Yeah. We don't need to listen to him because he, does, he doesn't know what he's talking about. So I just think if the young people wouldn't go out and wouldn't do this, we'll be okay. But it ain't no damn young people out here protesting that they don't want to wear masks. It's these middle-aged Karens and yep. Kens and whoever else is out there doing this stupid stuff. So, yep. He can go away. I've also tried to vote him out. I've already had issues with him. I've sent him letters. We went back and forth before on certain issues. Like he tried to bring the bathroom bill here and get that passed. So, you know, I wrote my letters. Which which bathroom bill? About the transgender. Like they to make it like um so that everybody can use the same bathroom, right? Or to make it so um yeah, you have to you have to go to the restroom where if you were born a right. certain gender on your ID or whatever right, shows on right. your ID, you have to go that yeah. no matter if you've transitioned or not. So I wrote him about that. Cause he was speaking on behalf of women saying that women don't feel safe. And I wrote him as, you know, as a woman, I don't, I would feel safe if you've had people that don't need to be in here, in here. 
So if a trans man wants to go use the men's restroom, but you're making him go to the women's restroom, like, you know what I'm saying? He doesn't feel safe at this point. Exactly. Or a trans woman doesn't feel safe going into a men's restroom just mm-hmm. because of that. And how are you supposed to police that? Like, right. are you checking? Like, what? I don't understand. Like, do you, uh, like, it, it's, I mean, do we have to, like, scan our eyes when we walk in the bathroom? Right. Like, to <laughs> say if we're born, if we, you know, got some, so, girl, please. Yeah. We went back and forth for a while, then I just stopped, like, because he was emailing or sending out, you know, we were emailing back and forth or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I was talking to his assistant. I don't know. Whatever. So, I'm tired of him. I'm tired of these people that are protesting, not wearing masks, and opening up everything y'all can all shut up because every last one of y'all what? if you don't wear want to wear a mask don't wear a mask but guess what you can't shop like you want to have you know use your right to not wear a mask so these companies have the right to not serve you right like what I don't understand that so you're mad because you're saying they're infringing on your rights but you're infringing on my right to not die from COVID because you don't want to wear a mask. It's pretty simple. Like these people are okay with people with the stores that say no shoes, no shirt, no service. Right. They're okay with places saying like, you can't wear saggy pants or hoodies. They're okay. If they say that you can't wear this type of clothing, you can't wear beanies and all that other stuff. They're fine with that. But when you say you have to wear a mask, then they want to fight for their rights. That just is stupid. It's the dumbest shit I've ever like. I cannot oh. believe how dumb people are right now. I, I can't. I, well, can I? No, I can't. Because white people want to be oppressed. Yes, just really bad. There's no attention on them. And it is, the attention that is on them is negative. And so they want to be um, the victims some way, somehow. So if that means they have to fight because they want to wear masks, it is, that's what they're doing. Right. It's just I like, what about me? What about us? What about what we have to put up with? Bitch, what do you have to put up with? What is it? And they're making this. You're you're making something up just just to become a victim. Mm-hmm. But look, I saw this meme, and I don't know if it was on on IG or or Twitter or something like that. But it said, um, "How did it go? If if there was a medicine that that they released that said that it would decrease your chances of catching COVID by fifty percent, everybody would be in line to go get that." Because people are already trying to chug oh, bleach yeah. and hand sanitizer and stuff and like Lysol. that. That might work. But um, so if someone said there was a medication for that, people would be running to, to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Masks do that. Exactly. Like if two people are wearing masks, if me and you are together and we're wearing masks, we just de- decreased our chance of spreading it at least by 50%. At least, because so I think it's higher. more than that, they said. Yeah, sometimes higher. So... Why are you fighting this? I don't get it. I don't get it. You're just causing more issues. And then they want to say that the reason everything is spiking is because of Black Lives Matter rallies. And the thing is, it's not spiking all over the U.S. And there were there were rallies all over the U.S. There mm-hmm. were protests all over the U.S. Mm-hmm. Where it's spiking is where we have these dumbass governors that just want to, I guess, be a part of 45's crew. And they're just not. Like Florida, I heard they're not even... He's not even shutting anything down. He's like, oh, well, this and is just they, how it's going. And they might as well just, all, like, I feel like everybody's just going to drop dead, unfortunately. Like, it's so bad. It's so it's crazy. bad in Florida. It's so bad. Like, I don't even, I would be, if I lived there, I literally, listen, I wouldn't leave the house. It, it, there's no way. 
Mm-mm. And I'm close enough to Florida to where it's, it still scares me. Right. I'm, I'm like, what, maybe three, four hours from the border? Like, I don't, I don't want any of them here. Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> it's scary. And then right. now you have state like New York. They said, hey, if you're coming from these states, you have to self-quarantine. So what's the point in even going to New York? Like, you see, there's no point in even traveling. Right. I was, it's just crazy. I was talking to my friend who is in Michigan, which is where I'm from. But she was telling me like how her governor was like fighting 45. They didn't open up. They weren't doing all this stuff. And they, I mean, not that they don't have cases, but they're nowhere near Mm. some of these other places. Cause I was, she was like, how is everything going down there? And I was telling her, she was like, well, girl, you know, I I said the same (laughs) thing about my home state. I was like, they're doing it right. Like they're actually doing something right in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Like, like they, they didn't open up. I st- feel like they still are not like 100% open, mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, it was just like, they, they did what they had to do to try to get it under control. And they were on lockdown for a way long. I think Georgia was on lockdown, like a full lockdown for like maybe two and a half weeks, mm-hmm. maybe three. And yeah. other places were just locked down for months. So anyways, yeah, so they oh, can shut Char- the hell Charlemagne up. the God says, shut the F up forever. 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 And I, I'm not going to do it. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to watch my mouth. <laughs> well, I'm not because I had a potty mouth. <laughs> this is my show and I'm going to be fucking cussing. So, um, I've been trying really hard to I never like to see I never like to see the dragging of a black man like mm. ever you know what I mean like I'm I just it makes me cringe even when they deserve it like because mm. I've done it you know what I'm saying I've I've dragged one of us before but mm-hmm. I really I hate to see it and Sometimes, like if it if it happens once, you know what I'm saying, like because I'm not, I'm I'm not a part of cancel culture, okay? Like you you really have to like some shit really has to be, it really has to hit me a certain way for me to just cancel you, right? Right. So all these tweets that Terry Crews have Ooh. been girl setting off. I I always try to see the other person's point of view. I can't now, granted, I can't remember none of the tweets that he tweeted before, but I just remember it was a whole bunch of them that was fucked up, right? Mm-hmm. But I was trying so hard to be like, you know, even with, <laughs> I was trying so hard to just hope that, he w- he really was trying to make a decent point and it didn't come out right. Mm-mm. So then yesterday he tweeted out, if you are a child of God, you are my, <laughs> you are my brother and sister. I have family of every race, creed and ideolo- ideology. We must ensure this depart, y'all. This depart. I mean, because the rest of it was fucked up too. But th- this depart. We must ensure Black Lives Matter. 
doesn't morph into black lives better. So, so first and first and foremost, now I'm gonna make this one special because it's time. Oh Jesus, <laughs> it's time. So shout shout out to Jay, shout out to uh, I can't even put it on right because I got these earphones on. Shout out to Jay Book for um, donating the um, Kente to the uh, Live Life podcast. I've been waiting to to bring this one out. I can't even get it on right, so it's just gonna be crooked. So I wanted to put my Kente hat on because I wanted to tell Terry Crews to shut the fuck up, okay? You, sir, need to shut the fuck up. What the fuck are you talking about? What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? I mean, he literally created a hashtag that says Black Lives Better. Did you really do this? Did you really do this? Is this what you did? So, I think this was yesterday. I'm on, uh, yeah, because it was the same day that it happened. I'm going through Twitter, <laughs> going through Twitter, and you know, everybody lighting them up. He getting lit the mm-hmm. fuck up. Mm-hmm. But then I come across the tweet with Royce five nine. Did you see what he said mm-hmm. or hear the video? Yeah, I was just looking at that. Mm-hmm. All right, so I, I'm gonna play the clip. Okay. I, hopefully I pushed the right button, y'all, because y'all know, wait, let me make sure. <clears throat> yeah, because I was about to print. So here, here's what here's what Roy said. I'm going to keep my hat on for this. <laughs> Some people have nothing to offer without marketing dollars. And the shit that I want to talk about is Terry Crews. If you want to look at something, look at Terry Crews. Now, Terry Crews is delusional, but I think that the way that he thinks should be he should be put in a laboratory and hooked up to machines and observed by scientists and like his thought process and the words that he uses should be like studied and used in dissertations at Ivy League schools because he is the exact result of what you get f- from the construct that is white supremacy. The very way that he fucking thinks. You hear this nigga? Like, bro. Terry Crews, I don't want to be disrespectful. You know, I don't, you know, like I'm a rapper, so I know y'all think that we just run around disrespecting people. I'm working on that. I don't, it's not about respect. This is right or wrong. And I think I speak for the culture when I say we don't look to you to speak to us, speak for us. We never have. We've never depended on you for that. So you could take that off your shoulders. The only thing we have a problem with is when you step up and try to speak for us and you you're not speaking for us because. Hold on. It's a part two. Hold on. In front of the camera is this successful nigga. You a nigga from Flint. You doing all right. You a nigga from Flint. What have you done for Flint? What have you done for, for our culture? Talking about weed, what we're trying to do. You're not trying to do anything. You haven't made any change. We're changing shit. We're shaking up the fucking globe, being the opposite of what you are. We don't need your fucking help. Okay? You come from Flint. Y'all don't even have fucking water. I ain't even heard you say nothing about the water. Not one tweet. You talk about having a white wife, and you talk about your fucking disagreements with black people more than you talk about anything. And that Mm. is what's going to go down in history as it pertains to your legacy. You don't do shit classic, nigga. Mm. It ain't no fucking... 
You think you go from where you are to where Will Smith is at? Will Smith is one of our greats. He's fucking brilliant. You just okay, nigga. J. Cole is one of our greats. He's fucking <laughs> brilliant. His ass up. We can question him. We don't question you. We just wondering what the fuck you in the way for. You don't claim us. You don't have to claim us. We don't claim you. And we can leave it at that. Lit his ass on fire. On fire. First of all, deserved. first of all, let me take this off before I say this, because now I'm about to say something ignorant. <laughs> Royce looking good in the motherfucker, boy. I'm tell Girl, you that. Yes. I was I was like, OK, good. Go. Like I had to watch that video a couple of times. Like, I don't remember him looking this. Good. I just I was saying the same thing. I was like, I don't remember him looking like that ever. Snackable. Like. <laughs> Let's go. But anyway, so yeah, so I can't say any more. Uh, I can't say it any better than what mm-hmm. than what Royce did because Royce really lit his ass up. Like he go, he really will go on and on and on and on about this wife he has. Which okay, great. But why does it always? Why it does it always seem like you have to talk down? on us and the movements that we're doing. Like, just like he said, you're literally, you're just another nigga. Like the same exact thing that has happened to anybody else within this movement can happen to you. Why don't right. you see that? What, what is it about it that you don't see? Because you got a couple of dollars, you got some, a few coins. You think you're exempt? Terry is seems to be always on the wrong side of what's going on. Like, I don't know if they're, I was reading a tweet. Someone just said that, that like pretty much what he said, like, this is exactly what white supremacy, this is a product of that. When somehow you find fault in everything that we're doing, like no one said anything about black lives being better. Like that was the whole narrative we're trying to get away from because People feel like Black Lives Matter meant like Black Lives Only or Black Lives Are Better. That's the narrative we're trying to get away from, that we just meant Black Lives Matter also. Black Mm -hmm. Lives Matter too. Like if we're in the United States, we're supposed to get all these liberties that all Americans are supposed to get, then we need to get those also, not just everybody that's not Black or Brown. So for him to push that narrative, I mean, he's just... It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't. Bro, you are just if you if if something happened at that man's house today, where the police was called, it could have been anything, anything, not even mm-hmm. any a, a domestic dispute between him and his wife or anything. If they feel like they need to take somebody to jail, it's gonna be his ass. If they don't kill him, one or the other. One or the fuck another up. black nigger to them. It don't matter. And he got muscles and he's that that big. Yes, facts. Wrestling down fourteen year olds and shooting them and 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 doing all this stuff to them. They, he thinks they're not gonna like tackle him and do the same thing because he works for NBC. They don't care about that. Because you'd have made a movie or two, nigga. Like, bro, you understand? Understand that they do not care. It's probably people out there waiting to kill somebody like you just because you're with a white woman. Right. So I, I ain't about to go into all of that. So 
that's my shut the fuck up award. So what we gonna do? Um, we had a pretty heavy uh first uh half. So <laughs> what we gonna do? Uh, we gonna take a little break, and then we gonna come back and we gonna talk about music, y'all. Like hey. one of my first loves. I know that um Jay loves music, so we we about to talk about yeah. some music. All right, so we'll be right back. All right, we back. Um, I am back with my special guest, Jay, from Jay's Quick 3. So first and foremost, uh, because, you know, I always have some sort of trash announcement before we go into the topic. So I've, it looked like I might have fixed my, my camera, but on the other side, I'm going to just let y'all know that it said the battery was at 19%. So um, I'll probably be switching to the <laughs> the camera. <laughs> On my laptop. I'm just putting it out there, but y'all going to get this video because it, it's just been too much. So I think I even look different now. Like, it's just everything's weird, but whatever. We'll, we're going to keep it moving. Uh, so I was listening to the podcast, of course. Uh, I, I, I started listening to your podcast a few months ago, like, you know, when we first started interacting and fell in love with it. And the there was one episode, I, I want to say maybe it was just, I don't know if it was recently, but whenever it was, that you talked about how you love Neo Soul. And I was like... It was the, the, the Erica Badu, the Versus one. The I Versus did one, okay. A couple, of, yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, and so I was like, I know that. Like, that's what's up. I, too, love Neo Soul. Hey. I mean, like, it's a such a big deal, but I kind of wanted to talk about Neo Soul and how mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of how it's such, how there's such a thin line between Neo Soul and R&B. Mm-hmm. So I want to know, you said you love Neo Soul. So to you, what is Neo Soul and how? What makes it so great? Like, what do you love about it? So I I consider like neo soul to be, well, neo usually means new soul. Obviously we know what that is. So I feel like it was just the new school of artists that were coming out in, at least in my my little time frame, like the late night, well, like mid nineties to the mm. early like two thousands. It was just a new wave of soul music coming back. Every I don't know, every certain time frame, there's a different genre that is like prominent. So like rock will be up one time during a certain time and pop will be out. And during this time, R&B was just starting to become mainstream. Mm-hmm. And so it was allowing these artists to like kind of usher themselves in on the soul side. So it wasn't early 90s. We had a lot of hip hop mixed with R&B, mm-hmm. um, like with the whole Uptown movement and stuff like that, Jodeci and... Um, Andre Harrell and Puffy and all of them had all these artists coming up, Mary J. Blige, which is cool, which I loved also. But then you had the Jill Scotts and the Erica Badu start coming in where it was just, I kind of, I called it like a coffee shop type mm-hmm. of vibe. So you're just like in people like Google what coffee shop is kind of just like some, I wouldn't say dark, but it's just a mellow spot. Most of the time they're playing jazz. Mm-hmm. You have a lot of people Very doing work. Yeah. And it's a lot of live instruments, a lot a lot of live vocals, and it's just a chill place. And most of the people, when they're done, they're slapping right. their fingers and stuff like that. So that's the vibe that I feel like Neo Soul is, at least to me. 
Okay. So also, and I meant to, I meant to ask this before I even got started. Mm-hmm. So do you, do you have like some sort of, cause clearly you just really spoke some shit. Not, I never, I know Neo meant new, but I never looked at it as new. So I'll tell you how mm-hmm. I felt about it in a minute, but okay. do you have like, um, any sort of background in music or I know you love music, but like, where does this love come from? Like what, no, it's just music is like, like the soundtrack of my life. Like I, I, I have memories. It's so funny. And I don't know if this sounds weird, but I remember stuff through songs. I do too. Like I'll remember like Denise, let's hear it for the boy. I had a crush on some boy and I remember in whatever I was, I was in, I think I was in Alabama for the summer at one of my like great aunt's house or whatever like that. But it was some boy that lived down the street. And I just remember hearing that song and then seeing him is like a movie. <laughs> and right. I'm like, yes, that's, I remember that point in time. Or I remember um, Whitney Houston, like the bodyguard and I will always love you is around when my grandmother passed away. And so that is like set in for me. So every kind of song ha- me- means something different in a certain memory for me. So I don't know. I just always connected with music in that way. Mm-hmm. And it's just something like what I say, Neo soul is like food for your soul. That's why it's called soul music. So that's why I, got, I guess I resonate with it so much, but I'm, I'm not an artist. I try to be in my head. Like I, <laughs> what you be doing? Right. <laughs> writing song. Like I've written songs before and like my friends, two of my best friends are first cousins and they have, my best friend's sister and and their other first cousin had a group called, um, girl, what was it called? Girls on the Move. They were going to get signed. And so I was like, well, if y'all are going to get signed, I need to be in there somewhere. You know, I can't <laughs> sing, but let me like, let me write some raps to your songs. I would like write raps to their songs and like write verses and stuff like that, just so I can be a part of and like make my own demo tapes and stuff like that. But I've always, I've tried to play instruments, um, anything I can do. I just always felt like I needed to be connected to music in some way. And maybe if I didn't have the skill, I was just going to fake it until I made it. (laughs) And I feel you like, I feel you on every single thing you just (laughs) said, because like, first of all, when I figured out that I really couldn't sing, like I was devastated. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could carry a tune. I could hold a melody. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I, you know, I can't sing, sing. But I was, like, devastated. But to me, too, like, I I played the violin for seven years. Actually, I could play the viola, uh, the viola, <coughs> viola, and I can play a little bit of cello. I mean, you know, if you could play one, you could pretty much play them all. Right. Um but um, I wanted to learn the clarinet, my, my uh, no, the flute, my teacher my music teacher in high school like he literally and now I think about it that's it's pretty fucked up that he would say this but he was just like um he he's like no yeah I, I can't have you in two classes <laughs> and I think about it I'm like really you got other people in two classes like almost like he just couldn't take me in two classes but anyway um so yeah so I've I've played instruments um I the other thing too, like in regards to music, it's dancing. So I love to dance. I was in a group. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Anytime me and me and my girls went to anywhere, we had a step to do. We had to <laughs> do the whole thing. And then like one of my boyfriends growing up, like like he was literally my boyfriend in second grade. 
shout out to Travaris. Like he was my boyfriend <laughs> in second grade. But he had a group, him and his brother, Pooh, and his cousin, uh, two of his cousins. They had a group called Adolescence. And mm-hmm. they could actually sing. And they would sing, you know, sing all the songs. We was like, me and my friends, we was like the backup dancers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just have. <laughs> he sang, um, their group sang Shy. Remember the group Shy? Mm-hmm. Um, Baby, I'm Yours. Like, had me thinking he wrote the song for me until I actually, like, heard it. Like, it was just, it was all bad. But anyways, over the years, like, it was just crazy. But so, yeah, so I have that same connection to music um of course like I literally can remember driving down the street driving down Secor Road past the University of Toledo when I first heard Guess Who Loves You More mm-hmm. by Raheem Devon of course like I remember that exact moment when I heard right. that song right. um so I get it I get it so anyway so back to the, to the whole Neo Soul thing I always felt like I I I felt like it was R&B, but it was just so like a a breath of fresh air. Like if you listen to some of the speaking pieces that Jill Scott does, it's just mm-hmm. like you just like you explained it like that whole coffee shop vibe like you know you want to snap your fingers it's just so mellow like you know everybody smoking weed it seemed like it's just like it's just real chill whereas like R&B I, you, I immediately think of people like Casey like somebody that's gonna sing sing and not to say that these artists are not gonna sing sing because we already know how Jill Scott get down you know what I'm saying but her her thing is is more of a calming it's like you could meditate to this stuff Mm -hmm. almost you know what I'm saying so that's kind of how I looked at Neo Soul and then and I keep talking about Jill Scott because you Y'all know yep. I kind of go with her, but um, <laughs> let you tell it. Let me tell it. Uh, <laughs> but even in her music, even in a lot of the neo soul uh, genres uh, music, mm-hmm. it started. It it it's like started off as that type of a sound. But do you feel like their stuff kind of moved to like a traditional sounding R and B? I, I don't think it, these artists did per se. I just think that, um, I don't want to say society is not the right word, but maybe the industry pushed them into that mm-hmm. and like took their lane away and just like, well, y'all just going to be straight R&B. That, that's just the way it is. Because I, I could still listen to a Jill Scott record she just put out a few years ago. And it's still that same feeling to me. It's not just like a straight up R and B to me, I guess, or maybe just because that's how I found her. Right. It doesn't. And then I don't know. I I just don't think, I think there are, I think there are still straight R and B artists out right now, but there are, I guess I can say like, um, to me, like a Janae Aiko is kind Mm -hmm. of be in the soul lane of today if that was still a thing. Cause I just think that they're not, not using that term anymore. Yeah. I think it's called, what is it called? Alternative R and B or something now? I think mm. that's the name of it. 
but um so even like a Miguel, like a mm-hmm. um who else is out right now that's like that I I I, I get what you're saying like yeah they're si- they are like, very similar you know mm-hmm. they're just very similar like to a Jill Scott or uh, but like, like, um, so what? What about PJ Morton? Is PJ Morton like a neo soul, or is he more? He might be more classic R and B, but he has that. So it's like, God, I can't explain it. It's like that soulful, but it's seems so calm. Like it's so just mellow. His music is so mellow, but he also, reminds me of Stevie Wonder. So, too. I think also what kind of made me, like, where I think, like, um, Neo Soul is different than R&B because I feel like R&B, Neo Soul is more coming from artists that either wrote poetry or were rappers or did something like that. So it came from that, and you can tell in their song and the way that they, their lyrics, the way Mm -hmm. they were lyricists in a way, Mm -hmm. just singing versus R&B is kind of just a straight, oh, baby, I love you. Let's do this. Let's make love and do all this other stuff. Whereas if you listen to, I keep saying Erica by doing Jill Scott just because they're just prominent in my head, but even the music, just the way that they, they, um, their music comes out, the way their lyrics are different. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, yeah. that kind of separates them too also for me. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, I just think it's such... A vibe. So a lot of people, well, I don't know a lot of people, but if people listen to the show or if they pay attention to me tweeting and how I tweet out my random lyrics and things of that nature, a lot of times it's from that era of uh, like Neo Soul when Neo Soul first kind of got on his feet. Like over the past few days, I've probably listened to One Night by Music. I, like I've literally had it on repeat for hours. <laughs> it's ridiculous because you know it just t- it's it just takes you to a place, you know. And that's just music, period. But that's just kind of what I had been vibing on, like right. this last. And and I and to be honest, like I haven't really given like the newer artists. I'm just not even gonna lie. Like I really haven't given them a chance. Um, I have listened to, gosh, who, I can't even think of his name. Daily, something Daily. The white guy? No, maybe not him. It's somebody else. I can't think of what his name is. But somebody put me on to somebody. And I I listened to that. You know, I listened to his, his, um, I want to say CD. So I'm going to just say CD. His CD all the way through. Right. (laughs) I listened to it all the way through and it was actually a nice vibe. Like it's something that I would listen to again, but it's just like, I listen to some of the stuff and I just be like, no, yeah, I feel you. And it it don't take much for me to be like, all right, I'm done with this. You Mm -hmm. know, you know, (laughs) Right. like sometimes I'll even try to start like, you know, the CD in the middle or whatever, because, like, what if the first couple of songs I don't like or something? You know what I mean? Like, I be right. trying, but I, I ain't going to lie. I don't try that hard. So, anyways, yeah. um, I wanted to, like, earlier today, this was, like, I was, I was supposed to have been sending this email out, like, last week. <laughs> I, I can put myself on blast. But 
like an hour before we got on here messing around and then we literally had like two hours of me trying to get this equipment to work right <laughs> um I asked Jay to come up with I don't even want to say top three but I want to say maybe your favorite three see now now you're changing stuff is it well, just leave it at whatever you got. So I don't know. It was already hard to do. Okay, so, so neo soul neo soul artist is basically neo soul yeah. artist is is what I'm talking about. Your top okay. three. So let's let's start with. Do we want to start with number three? Let's start with number three. I, I, that's okay. the one I can't figure out. That's like, okay, okay. This was hard because I hard. love so many artists. And, even, you know, we came from the era of the real mixtape. So I just had Facts. mixed CDs of all kind of artists. I didn't, half of them, I didn't even know who they were, but I would just listen to their music. Yes. So before streaming, ladies and gentlemen, if there's anybody listening that's that's young, <laughs> we had CDs and mixtapes that we would make of just random songs and stuff like that. But um so there's so many artists that I really like and so many songs that I like. But if I have to pick, I'm looking at a list of artists right now. I'm, this going right, to be your I'm, number three right here. This is your number three. I know. I know. We're going to do I'm Maxwell. Okay. So what, gra- what, what really grabbed you about Maxwell, though? Like what? Maxwell is so cool. Like. All his songs, like even really like I, be cool. and he's just so he's just such a cool dude. Like if you watch his um, unplugged MTV unplugged, like mm-hmm. every song, um, all his like from his first his first album is just in is just in the pocket. I just love the songs. I don't know. It's just it's just him being so cool. Do you have or I know it's this probably hard to ask you, but do you have a favorite song by him? Besides that whole first album. I know. Don't it be like that. Don't it be like that, though? Right. I would say what I listen to the most nowadays is uh, Bad Habit. Mm. I love that song. I can listen to that all, like, over and over. It's it's like the horns in there Mm -hmm. and just him and then just the background. It's I love that song. It's so good. (sighs) It is. It is. Okay. Right now. So my number three, and and guess what? I I still don't know either. If I'm <laughs> if I'm be, if I'm keeping it one hundred, right. um, I'm gonna go with. Oh God! I just thought of another one. See, it's difficult. Can I have a tie? Mm-hmm. I, Wait a minute. <laughs> No, nope, you can't have a tie. You Please. pick one. Okay. I have a okay. Well, can we have an honorable mention then at the end? Okay. All right. Yes. Okay. So number three then. Still, do I want to make him the honorable? Okay. Number three is going to be Music Soul Child. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I have several songs like I don't even know what made me like revisit his catalog this week but or over the last week but I did and I'm like oh my god like this dude 
really had some amazing has some amazing music first of all I loved how creative he was in naming his songs and naming Mm -hmm. his albums and how like it's not none of them are like spelled right <laughs> you know what I'm saying like it's not well, like that's rem- not the way you pronounce them probably right it's right exactly that's exactly what it is and it's I thought just thought that was so cool um but like I have so he just has so much I remember uh when um 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 um, um <sighs> well I can't remember the song the name of the song right now the first his first single that came Best friends, best best friends. His first single, yeah, that came out. So I remember when that came out, and then um, just friends, Sunny, just friends. That's the name, of yeah. And then half crazy. Oh my god, just the video by itself was just. That's when he showed his eye too. Yeah. Um, but there's songs like uh, "I'm with You," one of my like. Oh my god. That's like top three, one of his for me. And um, again, one night and um, it's just so many. It's just too many. But that's, so that's my number right, three. Right. Music Soul Child is my number three. That's a good one. That's a good one. <laughs> I, he almost made it on my on my top three. But All yeah. right. Number two. Man. This is tough, but I feel like I'm gonna cry be. when I do mine, like because I just don't even understand how I'm even making this decision. It should be obvious. Yeah, it should. My be. number two. My number two is gonna be. Oh my god, it's gonna be Erica Badu. Okay. What's your favorite Erica Badu song? Oh man. Okay, my favorite. Erica Badu, probably half the album is Mama's Gun, which is her second album. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's it's um, what's the name of that song? Green Eyes. Oh I think. yeah, I like it's Green the Eyes. Song, but it's like three songs in in one. Yeah, yeah, I like Green Eyes. Orange Moon. Like those two, I know you said favorite, but I have to pick those two together. Wait, you said Green Eyes and what? What else? Orange Moon. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So good. Like I, I'm a like I'm a fiend for like live music and live instruments. So mm-hmm. when I hear that in music, just the way it's like it's just settling to me. I don't know what it is, but I get it. A lot of Mama's Gun was just such a chill album to me, like in its entirety. Um, but yeah, those are my two of my favorite songs. And Erica was just so dope for her coming out. She used to be a rapper. She used to be in a rap group. Mm. So for her to like come out and just the way she did it, she did, she did kind of a of, of a hip hop R and B in a neo soul way, which is which is crazy. She she came out real different. Yeah, totally different. And just like her own style. Like I remember when she first came out, her hair was always wrapped. Yep. And people were like dying to see what her hair looked like. And she finally, finally revealed it in the other side of the game. If they played the whole video, because, you know, remember they used to play videos and they'll cut it cut off. Cut it off, yeah. And so at the very end, she would take her head wrap off. And you see, she had like locks. Of, mm. maybe, I think it was locks. locks. So maybe just twist or something. I don't know. But she had a whole bunch of hair. Right. Um, but yeah, so it was just, she's just dope. And then she's just Trent, like, 
she's a rule breaker. She did that video to um, the window. I think it's like walks through Dallas because that's where she lives or that's where she's from. Um, Just naked. Like she Mm. shot this video in one take and it was just kind of like I forgot what they call it. Um, it was it was so lit like style or whatever so it was just her and a camera person she's like walking through the streets live this is happening it's not like a set she starts taking off clothes until she ends up to the the last where she's like totally butt naked she got arrested or she got detained that day because mm-hmm. obviously people were calling the cops on her but it made a statement i remember at the end of it she gets shot like it doesn't show her getting shot but you hear gunshots and then you yeah. go she's laying down but like who thought of that for window seat. You know what I'm saying? Right. For window she's just, seat. She's so like, her brain is just so out there. She's amazing. She's just she's such a dope artist and she can sing. And, and why just know. watching her on verses was just like, it was like something. Crazy. I mean, I've seen her live. I saw, well, I didn't see her whole show live. She was at one music fest and I caught a piece of it, but yeah. um, just seeing her on verses was just like, it was just it's like, so it's like a trance. And and I feel like she's one of the artists that has held on to that quote unquote, like neo soul vibe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she she's just herself. That's her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, all right. Well, I think I know. I can't even say it. Cause I I feel like I feel like um, I'm gonna just say it. So my number two is Raheem Devon. What? I didn't expect that. I know you didn't. Oh wow! I know nobody. I know nobody expected that. And I I have oh, a reason. Wow. I have a reason for it. Now, let me say this. Y'all know. I am Raheem Devon's number one stand. Period. Point blank. Dot. I am it. I am the one. I will go whenever he's in town. I will buy a CD that I don't even have a CD pl- player for, except for in my car, for him to sign it to support him. I have supported mm. him through his his lives and stuff that he's been doing. Like I have been, I mean, he said he was going to be on the show, but he ain't showed up yet. But I'm trying not, I'm trying to hold on to hope. I'm trying to hold on to hope. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all know how much I love Raheem Devine. What's my favorite Raheem Devine song? Hmm. Just a whole lot of them, but <laughs> if I have to pick one, I always pick, and it's one that's that's not even like, public uh, you know it never even came out for real for him is um soulmate I always mess the story up so I'm gonna just say that he wrote it for somebody else and it leaked that's it he wrote it for somebody in Drew Hill I just can't ever remember exactly who it was for or something whatever anyway Mm -hmm. it leaked I heard it and fell in love with it like said Mm -hmm. if I ever get married that's the song. Like, can we please, if I'm going to spend some money on a wedding, we were, we were just talking about this last night. If I'm going to spend some money on any type of thing, like to get married, it's going to be for Raheem Devon to be at my, to, to come and sing at my wedding. Like, that's, that's what it's going to be. So 
I love that song. It, you're not going to find it on streaming service. You have to like it on YouTube or something to find it. But yes, that's my favorite song. Uh, uh, next to like when he sings Believe Live. Like if you can mm-hmm. find a version of Believe Live. Every time I, I've seen him four times, every time I see mm-hmm. it, every time I see him, I cry, especially on that song. So everybody knows how I feel about Raheem Devine. Raheem, I, I know you be listening to me sometimes. So I want to tell you that you are number two. You are number two on this list. But there's a but there's a reason. There's a reason why. So when I get to my number one, I'll let you know. So all right, what's your number one? Do you listen? You listen to a little bit of Raheem Devine, right? Yeah, I've heard okay. his songs. Okay, okay, like I'm not I'm not a super fan like you, but I've I've listened to him like in the rotation of the right. mixtapes and all that stuff. Yeah, all I've right. heard his songs. Okay, he's a dope artist. So you know, you he love is. you love a real one. So he is, he is. Um, my number one is gonna have to be. I can't even hesitate on that, Jill Scott. Okay, if we're talking about um, Neil Soul, because she again coming from a poet and just the way her lyrics are, the way she came on the scene. Mm-hmm. She was not like one of these, I don't know, not that any of these artists were, but you know, a lot of these record labels try to push these like video vixen type pretty girls or whatever it is. And Jill just came out as herself. I think she had like, she some had kind an of, afro like a, when she first came out. And she's full figured. She's beautiful. She can sing. And then her first song was pretty much coming like <laughs> how she's gonna whip somebody's ass for messing with her man. Facts. So it was just like very aggressive, but it was a song you can vibe to. And then every song after that, it was she's just dope. Like Do you have song, a favorite? Like, I, Do you have a favorite Jill Scott song? I it's hard. Like me and Jill have gone through it. Like when I've been at like my lowest of lows, Jill Scott is one of the artists that I play and we'll just like sit there and like freaking boohoo because her words like mean so much or she's like talking exactly like what's going on with me. So it's hard to pick. Man, it's hard to pick one. If I had to pick. I'll I'll let you think about it for a second. Let me, let me think. I'm going to think about it. Cause I'm pretty sure that you figured out that since my number two was Rye, that my number one was Jill. So, I am in love with Jill Scott. I think I tweeted out, like, I'm in love with Jill Scott just as much as I'm in love with Raheem Devon. So, let that, you know, ponder on that. And just like you, I loved her for coming out into the industry and just being herself. She right. didn't give a damn. She came out with this big nap, nappy ass afro. Like you said, she was full figure, big girl with pipes. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful. Her just her spirit, every word that she sings, every song that she sings, you literally can feel what she's feeling and the reason why I picked her as my number one is because just kind of just like with you like I've literally been listening to like her albums and be like are we the same person 
Like we feel the same way. Um, For instance, like with, um, is it hear my call? Oh girl, don't get me started. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. How many times have you talked to God like that? Mm. How many times have you like, how many times have you talked to yourself like on, like she speaks to herself on uh, slowly, surely? How many times have you had that, that conversation with yourself? Right. How many times have you had to tell yourself when you wake up, everything going to be beautiful? How many, like how many, and it, it, and, and the, it's like these conversations I feel like she's, she's having with herself. But she's also having with people, you know, she's having with us. And I I just, I feel like I relate to so much of her music just as a black female. Mm -hmm. I've never felt anybody's music the way I feel Jill Scott's music. Like, I just, I can't even explain it. It's hard. So to sit, so, you know, you saw me on Twitter when they was doing the verses. Okay. All right. So I acted a fool. <laughs> I did. I did. I acted a fool because of course, not only, not only, you know, do I stand her and, and her music, but like I stand her, like I, like I risk it all for Jill. Like I'm just, right. I'm putting it out there. I will risk it all for Jill Scott. I have seen her live and I'm just, I'm blown away every time, every time she, sing that dang on uh um he loves me at the end of the set and she get to doing her opera runoffs and all, like ain't your fave ain't doing this Mm-mm. not doing it and she's another one that has also kept that vibe because it's just, because that's her right can she like sing absolutely and yes. she does every time but it's just that you know, very like calm. Even when she did, you know, when she talking about whooping the girl ass, she real calm about that shit. She right. walking down the street, like, I, look, I will pull up. Basically, right. she's not yelling. She's not, you know, loud about it. She's just like, hey, listen, listen, sis, you can get these hands today right. and tomorrow. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, over right. this dude. Right. And then. Even if it's things that you've never felt, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if I can say that I've never felt it. I don't know. But just her, when she, how she sings, um, um, is it the way? Like, that makes me feel like I'm in love and I'm not. That's what I'm, I'm trying to say. That before. That's yes. what I'm trying to say. Yes, yes, yes. It's like, can you send me somebody that and, and, um, he loves me. Can you send me somebody to so that I can feel this? I want to feel, I feel it with you singing it, but I want to live it. Like, right. I literally feel what you're saying, and it makes you so happy, and you're smiling. You're like, oh, my God, like, I, somebody loves me. Somebody, got, damn it, somebody got right. to be loving me. Like, that's why I had to choose Jill as my mm-hmm. number one. Like, it's it's just, there's no... I, there's no comparison. Like, there's nobody up there with Jill when it comes to, right. especially when it comes to if we're t- specifically speaking about neo soul artists. 
Like, ain't nobody, y'all not messing with you. I'm sorry. It's just nope. not happening. Nope. So, honorable mention, you got any for honorable well, let mention? Let me tell my favorite Jill Scott song. Yes. I, oh, yeah, it. yeah. So, I have two. Okay. Because I can't pick one. Okay. It's uh, Whatever. Because mm. she sings the hell out of that song. Mm-hmm. And it's Crown Royal. Oh, yeah. I love Crown Royal. Crown Royal is so good. So good. Because you but nasty. Because I like that song. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all we're going to worry about. But if anybody want to hit my DM and we can talk about Crown Royal, oh. we can go ahead and do that. Okay. And, um, and too, um, uh, dang it. Uh, 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 uh. Oh, her and Raheem Devine have a song together. They went on tour together. Um, so I didn't know that. Did I know that? So, well, it's not really a it's a song that he sings like backup vocals on. Oh, um, you know what? I think I don't know the. I know it's called "Come about. See Me." Mm-hmm. I heard it. I heard it on his mixtape. So yeah, so that um, on the street, I think it's on the street remixes uh, mixtape that he has. So and and a three way tie. So crown crown royal whatever, and you don't know. And. Not fools go. What song am I thinking about? I'm thinking about uh Back Together. Mm-mm. I didn't. I don't lost my train. I, I it it might come to me before we done. But anyways, so yeah, I I love Jill Scott. Jill Scott is my number one. We we I guess we uh we twinning. We're just like the like just, the thing on Twitter. Like Twitter thing. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, um. So yeah, that's that's that was cool. That was a cool little conversation. I'm so glad that uh What you... about the honorable mention? Oh, go, go. What is it? Mine's? No, yours. Yeah. Go. Cause I ain't said say... Did you you didn't say yours? Did you say uh-uh, yours? Go ahead. So I'm looking at okay. I'm just gonna my honorable mention will be India Irie. Oh, I love India. Yeah. I it was a it. it was a tie between her and music, but India. Okay. I love India. Yes, and my favorite India Irie song is "What I Have Tattooed on Me: Strength, Courage, and Wisdom." I love that song. I love India. Where is she? I just She's saw a video of her uh, on Twitter she with was, Prince at the, at a BT Awards album last year. Okay, um, she has a good uh, my one of my favorite songs off that album is called "Crazy." She just released a video not too long ago, maybe like a few months ago before COVID hit. But I'm not there. She's still check it out. out there. Yep. So my honorable mention is um, Life Jennings. Mm. And I know That's a lot of people don't vibe with life like that. Um, hmm. But I do. And it's not just because he's from my hometown, but that is part of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I love his voice. I mean, he has a very distinct and different uh, type of a voice, mm-hmm. and I, I, I've loved almost almost every project that he's put out. The, the, this last one, I didn't really even, I ain't even fool with, it, and I ain't gonna lie. But um, like life be talking, life be talking that talk, and I think people don't be hearing it because I've been hearing it and I love him so who mm-hmm. well, else you said no you said life is a no for no, you I mean I like him but I just I never was a big fan okay and um, he was in the rotation 
And then you we have people like, you know, D'Angelo and um I love Vivian Green. Oh yeah, Vivian Angelo, Green. Mel LaRue. Um what's the um Lyle? The the uh uh Guapale. I was gonna say her Guapale. So many um, good artists. Is. So many. So, that was such a good like man. I miss that. Yeah, I, miss I do that too. Feeling. I do too. So and I'll just go back and listen to them and like tune everything else out. Because, that's it. That's what you gotta do. So, but yeah. So um, it's been real. I mm-hmm. want you to. I want you to uh uh go ahead and tell us a little bit about your podcast and um how we can find you, how anybody can find you uh, if they want to listen to your podcast or if they want to tweet you or IG or whatever. Okay. So, okay. My podcast is called Jay's Quick Three because I forgot to say that the last time I was on somebody's thing because <laughs> I was too nervous. But... <laughs> well, you doing good today. I, you know, well, I, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. Plus it's you. Me and you, we're, we're pretty we cool. We vibe, yeah. Point. We're good. But um, yeah, Jay's Quick 3, it is on all streaming, well, not all, but most of the streaming service, so Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher. If you go to jaysquick3.buzzsprout.com, that'll have like everything that's on it, so it has links to every streaming platform. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow me at... Um, if you're watching, this is on the bottom of my little thing here, but it's at mm-hmm. JBook for show. So that's J-B-O-O-G, the number four S-H-O on Twitter. I don't really do social media. I suck at it. So my apologies. I'm just there. And <laughs> my show has a, um, and that's my personal one. I don't have one for the show on Twitter. It just is what it is. And my show has one on IG, which is Jay's Quick 3, just all together, JS quick, and then a number three. So take the apostrophe out, JS quick three on IG. And that's it. I think, um, oh, I think I'm on YouTube now. I think I did that. So if you want to check that out, I think it's just <laughs> Jay Boog. I don't know. We'll find out. I'll put my, it in the show notes. I'll put it, yeah, I'll put it somewhere. I, I don't, I just got on YouTube, so I don't, I don't have um, it on my link, link tree. But I'll put it on there as well. So, but tell us a, yep. just a little quickly about what, what what your show is about. So my show, Jay's Quick Three. So it just is. I pick three topics randomly that is just something that I that I'm interested in talking about. So I just get it from my normal life when I'm like scrolling through Twitter or IG, and it's usually something I'm like, seriously, this is what they're doing, right? Okay. <laughs> so normally I would just like think about it in my head or talk about it with my friends. So when I decided to do the podcast, I was like, why not just do that? I wanted to do something that was pretty quick. Um, I try to be as quick as I can. I mean, if I have guests, it's a little bit longer, mm. but I try to keep it between 20 to 40 minutes, depending on what I'm talking about. Mm. But I just want to get to the point, just tell you what I think about it. I invite other people to let me know if they agree or disagree. I just want to start a conversation um, I try to keep it pretty light, but with everything that's been going on, I definitely talk about things that are affecting me. So um, I'm not afraid to talk about Black Lives Matter and and how it is, you know, living as a black woman in Trump land, because that's where I am. 
Um, but I talk about everything. So personal things, personal stories. I could talk about news. I talk about pop, pop culture. Mostly I talk about Chloe and Hallie and her because mm-hmm. I'm a stan and um, <laughs> big stan. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to say it. Um, but I, I love talking about music. And because I discovered them at a time where I wasn't listening to music, that's mainly why I talk about them so much, because I think it's, it's exciting to me to have found something that makes me excited as I was when I first discovered like TLC yeah, or yeah. I do or whatever. So that's why I talk about them so much also, because I just feel like they deserve some shine. There's so much going on that, you know, if you're not taking your clothes off or twerking and doing all the other stuff, not that there's anything wrong with it, but you just don't get a lot of that attention. Right. And I see so much in like her, the artist where she's just so mellow to me. She's like, she, just strictly R&B and it's so dope. Yeah. Um, I just like to talk about them. So ah, every night. Y'all see that? <laughs> <sighs> I, go ahead. You can still talk. Finish it. Okay. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, so I just talk about that. I pick three topics. I count it down and then that's it. So that's it in a nutshell for, for my show. I almost made it. Um, okay, good. <laughs> so, um, and, and, and I plan to have you back a few times because this is not even an actual topic that I said I wanted to talk to you about in the first place, uh, when we first said that I wanted you to come back on, come on the show. So we have some, um, some other, some catching up to do. So I'm thinking you'll probably be back again in season three, you know, before season three is over. But I just want to do, hold on before you end it. Mm. I have something I, I do want to say, I meant to say this. Uh-oh. In the beginning, when you invited me on, but I, I am so honored to be on this show Aww. because it literally is like one of my favorite. Like I'm not even lying, just because we're cool. Like one of my favorite podcasts, at least like my top four. Don't be having podcasts. me out here blushing like this, real oh, close on this it. um this other camera. <laughs> but no, seriously. So I feel like my little podcast that could—that's what I call it. For me to be invited to come on your show, that's something that I listen to. Like I look forward to listening to, to your show and seeing what guests you're going to have on and what topics you guys are going to talk about. Or even if it's just you by yourself, just like listening to your story. Like you are so inspirational. Aww, you like you've been you. so like supportive of me. Like since we like met and gotten cool, like you've shown me a lot of things. And you're not afraid to like share your tips and tricks, which I think is super dope because there's a lot of people that's like, I'm not going to tell you what I know because then what happens if you do better than me or something like that? And you never had that attitude and I hear you're doing that for other people. So that just means you're like a genuine person. So I really appreciate you. And, uh, I'm just happy that I'm here. Like mama, I made it. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Thank you so much. And I I felt the same way when I was doing your show too, because I was, when I first found your show, I literally listened to probably like four or five episodes just back to back to back. Like I felt like it's very well put together and I love how you just get straight to the point. Like I try to keep my episodes. I try to keep them an hour, but like you said, when you have guests or whatever, it kind of, it goes over or whatever, what have you. But um, I think you do like as, as a solo podcaster, I think you do so well and you stay on track. It's just like, amazing to because you know like me I have scatterbrain I'd be like how does she how is she like really staying on track like I I just don't do it but anyway I appreciate you thank you so much for the kind words and I look forward to having you back again you got any last words 
I don't have any last words. Y'all stay safe out there, man. It's crazy. Hey, put a fucking mask on. Do my last please words. Do that. Please, please, please wear a mask. And please, if your state hasn't gone to vote, please go vote. Yes. And that's it. All right. All right. And so um, that's it for the Lit Life podcast. I look forward to listening. I look forward to you hearing me again. All right, then. Peace. Peace, y'all.